Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Leah Woodford. She's the author of Lead, Share, Empower, My Strategies for Success in Life and Business. It's wonderful to have you with us. Great to be here, Taryn. So what struck me is the title, Lead, Share, Empower. Very specific words. I mean, there's a lot of words you could have picked but it grabs you. So before we get into the material, tell me about the title. First of all, I lead a whole bunch of millennials. Um, we share a big office space, and we're all sharing information and news stories and everything. But Empower is something that my daughter asked me to do. Mm. When I created my magazine, Smart Femme, she wanted me to create something that would educate and empower and inspire women. So that's really kind of where the book came from. Right, so it's an extension of, of, of the magazine, business, right? yes. which we'll get into. This is a very personal book, Leah. I was really touched reading it because I wasn't expecting what I read, to be perfectly honest with you. Describe the book in your own words. How would you put it? Um, well, it, it was very cathartic for me. Um, I went through some huge um, personal struggles in 2010, 2011. Um, and it was just kind of a dark place and the recession had hit and what I think I really wanted to do with the book was just share some of the strategies that I went through and the, the way I pulled myself out of that hole. Right, and, that, and we'll get to some of those strategies. So who's the book for? Who, who is the ideal audience? For you know, who can any, benefit? anybody that is stuck or in a bad place or trying to make a transition. Life is full of changes, and, and change is difficult for a lot of people. But really, that's, it's just about putting one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. How hard was it for you to write this book? Oh, my God, it was really hard. It was very, very personal. Mm -hmm. um, my speaker coach said, hey, we need your book, we need your book. And he's been after me for a couple of years, but I didn't feel like I could write the book till I actually came through everything. And I didn't feel like I was in a place where I could write about success till I actually made it. It only took me six months to write, but it was a long process. I rewrote the book and rewrote the book, and, and during the writing of the book, my mom and my sister died. So I had to go back and rewrite again. The way I write is I purge. I purge and then I go back and you know process. I, even when I write articles, I will write it, I'll purge, and then I'll walk away and I'll come back. Mm -hmm. And I came back and back and, and back, back and back. And back, literally and figuratively. And Leah, all that said, you know, this is a very personal book. You said it was very cathartic writing it. I wanted to ask you, you know, why write it? Some people go through trauma and want, just want to get past it and never look back, move forward. You, like you said, you relived it, and then, <laughs> and then you kept going back, drafts and drafts and right. changing. Why go through all that again? I mean, you know, I think for me, it was just moving through it, mm. and you, and putting it on paper was getting it out of my system, out of my body. I mean, I was dealing with a lot of anger. I was still really shocked all this happened to me, and mm. I just needed to get rid of it. And one thing about writing is it does let you process. You know, and when you finally get through it, 
then you can start really start moving forward. How would you say this book has changed you? You know, it was, it was very personal, and I allowed myself to be very vulnerable in the book, but um, I think if you can go through what I've gone through and then relive it again and actually tell it, it's very freeing, yeah. if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, I'm free now. I mean, there's no more anger, and it really helped me process things. I mean, and it gave me a completely different perspective. So that's really what it did for me. And I thought, after reading it again, um, I just thought, wow, okay, I think I finally said what I needed to say and I can move on. Right, you're at peace with it. So let's just take a step back. Lee, mm -hmm. I always like to know uh, author's background. Yeah, because your subject matter says a lot of, right. a lot about what you do in a professional and a personal capacity. And you talk about these life strategies. Tell us in life and in business. So tell us about your life. Tell us about your business. Tell us about where the, where the genesis of these strategies. Well, it's funny because um, way back in 2007, 8, 9, um, I was a television correspondent. I did, you know, dating, relationships, very lifestyle stuff. Um, I wrote four columns. And my daughter one time, this is in 2009, gave me a call. She was in the rec room of her dorm. And one of my TV segments came on. And she just kind of called me and called me out, if you will. She just said, Mom. <laughs> called you out. Yeah, That's she, very different from calling you. Right? Yes. Well, she called me and then kind of right. called me out. She goes, you know, Mom. She says, I am married to my education, and um, most of the girls I go to school with have no idea what they want to do, but they can describe every single second of their wedding day. And she says, your segments and your columns are perpetuating the Cinderella syndrome. Hmm. And she goes, it's not congruent with the way you raise me. Very She's, interesting. Yeah. Very uh, wise coming from. <laughs> I, I was a really teen, taken early back. 20s. And this is 2009, you know, and it was really hard for me yeah, to believe. 2009, right? I know. It's hard for me to believe that women are still, you know, making the man the plan. But they were. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew that really because of all the columns I wrote. And my dear Leah column, I can't believe how many women would just you know, write to me about relationship struggles and what they were looking for. You took that conversation and, and, and it was an aha moment. What did you take away from it? I raised her as a single mom and I, although I studied journalism, I never did anything with it until my 40s. Um, I sold software, I'd been in mortgages, I've always been into sales. So it wasn't, it wasn't something she was ever exposed to growing up. I really was a single mom, had had a car payment, mortgage, mm -hmm. and that was my life. And I really focused on that, and um, I was gone a lot. I was gone a lot because I was a single parent, and I didn't get child support. You know, my boys have never seen their dad, so I really worked very hard, and that's how she saw me. And then when um, she saw me doing dating columns and, you know, television segment. She just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the way she was raised. So you used that conversation. You said, yeah, you're going to make a, going to make a change. I was taken back. First sure. of all, I was shocked. She called me and, you know, it, it was from her. And the one thing that I've always done for her is it, I told her I didn't want her to have the glass ceiling that I had. Mm -hmm. um, being in sales and whether it's software or mortgage, I always had to work twice as hard as the guys that I worked with. Women still say that. I know, and um, it was just—it was just really important to me that she not have the trials and tribulations that I had, and um, 
this was so fun and it was easy going and no stress. It was the first time I didn't have a high stress job. I was really kind of enjoying it. Right. But she really kind of made me think, you know, mom, use your contacts, use your influence to create something that's going to educate, empower, and inspire women. So it was an online magazine? It is an online magazine. I unfortunately couldn't get off the ground. Well, you talk a lot in the book about that press. So tell us a little bit about that, because that, that really influences the subject matter. Oh, it does. Well, um, I made the commitment to her. I started to you kind of get the whole thing going. And I had never, I'd been a columnist, but I had never been a publisher. Right. And I went to one of my publishers, and he says, go online. Don't even waste your time in print. So I started doing that, and I hired a couple of people, software people, to help me. And I spent a fortune, and I couldn't get it off the ground. But in the meantime, I had um, doing, been doing some PR for somebody who did software. and. I got his PR and I said, don't pay me, help me get this off the ground. And he really liked it. And he ended up being my business partner. And it took us a long time, but we did manage to get SmartFem off the ground. And you know, you talked about how many drafts you went through with this book. Mm -hmm. How, what kind of a process was that? How much oh. <laughs> rewriting, so to speak? Oh, it was, real, it was really, really, really tough. And initially, when I started the magazine, it was just my voice. And so it was a little bit one-sided, but um, my husband at the time had gone through a motorcycle accident. Mm -hmm. He was 16 months in rehab, so right. I had to put it on hold. Right. And then I got him finally back in the air. He was a captain for Southwest and got him back in the air. And then about three months later, I was diagnosed with a rare form of skin cancer. Right. And they took the right side of my face off, and it took about 11 months of reconstruction. Wow. So SmartFem was on hold for a really long time. Wow, I mean, as when I mentioned the book was personal, it really is, these, these hurdles that are just thrown at you, this adversity and how you dealt with it, you faced it, but you know, the byproduct, what came out of it, you know, this online magazine, this labor of love, um, you know, obstacles put in your way, and then from there, you know, you segue from being a a columnist to a publisher now to a book author. So it's it's quite the journey. So let's get into some of these strategies, Leah, because they're unique. You know, given what you've gone through, you're, you have a very different perspective. And that's why, like, your strategies are different from some of the other books we've read that talk about life strategies, but everyone's life is different, <laughs> as you'll see in the book. Flashy titles, they're cute, um, great little sound bites. Um, I like the one that says, your attitude determines your altitude. That's true, though. I, I saw that. I'm like, what does that mean? You have to have a positive attitude on everything. Um, I just believe, and we all know those people that are toxic, and um, it's easy to be in that place. So whatever you decide, every day you get up, you make that decision whether it's going to be a good day, whether you're going to be happy or not. And I think just putting a smile on your face right. and just keep moving forward that's all you can do sometimes. And that's all I literally could do right. back then. Wow. What do you think is the biggest lesson you took away from that time in your life that you then put in the book? It's been kind of surreal for me. Sure. I never in a million years thought I'd be back on camera. Mm -hmm. I mean, they took my face off. Right. I mean, it was six derma closures, four flaps, two skin grafts, wow. and 11 months of reconstruction. So I never thought I'd be here. Well, that aside, it's everything but just has to be said, you're gorgeous. You would never oh, know. You. you know, that's why I was so shocked, like I said, reading the book and seeing this picture of you and seeing you in person. I'm like, no way. Like, way. Way. I mean, you know, <laughs> and you talk about it in the book, but it really is 
it's extraordinary. It's really something. Um, so it just yeah, you have these like moments in the book, and you just you sit there and you go, wow, you know. Well, I'm <laughs> what hoping you, what that you've it, been able to do with it. I'm hoping that it will inspire women. Yeah. One of the things um, when I was going through this, I was. 49, I was about to hit 50. Right. I got served with divorce papers. I didn't have a face. Right. You know, it was really dark place. Oh. And I had some really dark thoughts. Yeah. And my business partner flew me out to New York, Long Island, and he said, we're gonna focus on Smart Femme. You made a commitment to your daughter and you're gonna keep it. That's the name of the business. Yes. Smart, Smart Femme. Was it hard to come up with that name? Um, no, 15 minutes of bantering. I knew that I wanted something that was fun for women and very enlightening, but we cater to the smart girls. It's great, we cater to the smart girls, it's excellent. Um, one of the other strategies, you know, without giving them all away, you say, you write, you can't find the answers, maybe you're asking the wrong questions. Is that what you were doing? I really was, I was looking for answers that I couldn't have, the, and then I just kind of backtrack a little bit. It's like, okay, maybe I'm thinking this wrong. I tend to overthink things and sometimes you just have to let them go and again backtrack and ask a different question. We talked a little bit off camera. Um, you said following your passion is important. We've heard this before, uh, but it's your why that makes you follow through. Make, it's your why. Who is your why? What do you mean by that? Well, <laughs> why, why? Well, first of why all, isn't it your what? Why isn't you, it your why? <laughs> when your passion becomes your job, then it's a job. Right. You know, and some, sometimes it's not fun anymore. So you have to have a why. My daughter is my why. In 2009, I made a commitment to her. She's my why. Mm -hmm. I want things to be better for her. Mm -hmm. And trust me, when I didn't have a face and I was going through everything, yeah. she's the only reason I got through it. Right. She was my why. No, it's incredible. Uh, I love that, just who's your why, sort of words to live by. And Leah, lastly, the other one I really enjoyed, aside from who is your why, you are, excuse me, who you hang with. So true, mm -hmm. so true. Um, when you're going through trials and tribulations, w cancer, for instance, it was, it was shocking for me. The people that I thought would be there for me mm. weren't there. Yeah. And the people that I would have never guessed in a million years showed up. Right. Same thing with my divorce. I mean, when you get divorced, people pick sides. Sure. So... I went through cancer and I went through divorce, so it really, I was surprised by the people who showed up and quite frankly, by the people who didn't. And it struck me and I felt yeah. it needed to be in the book. Yeah, it speaks volumes, but you know, it's just these life lessons and these life strategies that you've experienced. You know, people can read this, apply it to their own lives, their own adversities, um, and it's really inspiring. So I just wanna say thank you for putting this into print, it is very personal. It's hard to talk about it. You can just tell it's hard to talk about, it. it's hard to write about it, so bravo. It's very personal, but I'm hoping it'll inspire somebody else. Absolutely. Help them get unstuck. Sure, and find their why. Right. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Leah. Thank you. And if you'd like more information on the book, just go to our website. It's csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterville. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Sweet Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.